just realized I totally forgot to set something up here. Hey, is this thing on? Oh, crap, it is. All right. Hey, everybody. My name is Derek, and I am the owner, creator, and head silicone slinger here at Amaviti, where we make silicone toys for adults. So tonight, I, I've been looking forward to this one for a while now. Um, as you know, we had Shop Dad on a couple of times, and he has pulled some strings and managed to help me get in touch with Kristen from Pleasure Forge. So that's going to be a really interesting conversation tonight. I am, I've already had a couple of conversations uh, during tech rehearsal and stuff, and I can tell this is going to be a conversation that's probably going to happen in multiple parts. There's just so much that I want to get to. And hopefully we can keep it to the usual 90 minutes like we usually do, but... Uh, We'll see. Um, you might have noticed at the beginning, we have a Patreon. Um, it's at patreon.com slash Amaviti. And uh, if you want to, you can support us that way. I apologize. I usually have an intro screen here where you can actually see me, but I messed up and didn't build one. So with that, I think I'm going to bring Kristen on and uh, we'll roll from there. Kristen, how you doing? Ooh, breathing. <laughs> Get a big breath. Ooh. Exchanging oxygen, carbon dioxide in and out. It, it's it's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are the Goblin King over at uh, Pleasure Forge. How did you get that title? Uh, so that's actually a shop dad little joke. Um, <laughs> he was helping us set up the uh, very formal <laughs> uh, payment processor um, software. And thought that it would be fun if we gave everyone uh, goofy titles. <laughs> so. so your payment processor has Goblin King as your title for the company? Yep. Yes. Oh that's, my God. that's me. That's me. So. All right. Well, um, since I know who you are, but not everybody else does, why don't you take a moment and kind of introduce yourself and tell people a little, about, a little bit about what you do? Ooh, Okay. Uh, gosh, sorry. I'm, I'm just going to like get it out there so that I, I don't think about it. I'm terrible with uh, public speaking. Now that I know there's other people watching and it's not just you and I, I'm kind of like, Whoa. I was going to say you were just so, so smooth a few minutes ago. I was smooth. And now I'm like, don't watch me. But anyway, yeah. So I'm, I'm Kristen. Um, I make weird stuff, cool stuff, weird, all kinds of stuff. Um, over here at Pleasure Forge in Jacksonville, Florida. We've been open now for about five years. Uh, yeah. Right. I don't have a lot more to say on that. I'm so sorry. I'm just like, so, no, yeah, it's okay. Um, so you make stuff, and I assume it's made out of silicone? Yes, yes. All of it is platinum cure. So, uh, All right. And now, how uh, sometimes people ask how did you get into this business and I, I don't really like that question because it gets kind of like you know reciting uh steps here and there it was to me it's more about why did you get into this business what was it that drew you in and you decided this is what i'm going to do for the rest of my life yeah so without <laughs> like you, you, you when you said that i was like david you mean like david copperfield so we don't we're not going to do it chronologically okay um so Let's see. About yeah, so about five years ago, um, I was. I'm sorry, this is going to be long winded, but that's just the it's only okay. way to know how to tell stories. 
Uh, about five years ago, I was getting out of a relationship that was really not good. And um, I was living with that person like we were living together. And they decided that they didn't want me to live there anymore. Um, and uh, I, was, I went out one night and I met this really, really interesting guy at, um, at our local uh, gay watering hole. And uh, he, every, I don't know, I think it was that night people were like, oh yeah, you got to meet him. He makes dildos. He's super weird and cool. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Um, and yeah, we just had a really good conversation. Um, and then he invited me over to come and check out his workspace, um, which was like pretty, um, I, don't know, I feel like that's the dark ages of the work, of, of the workshop now. So he but invited was, you um, back to his place to show you his etchings. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, he's very respectful. Um, I was probably like less respectful, but anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, and he was just getting started. I mean, he had like he had his Tumblr that he'd been posting to for a while, where he just he just was posting things that he was getting, and of course, the he we're speaking about is Shop Dad. But yeah, so we ended up um, getting together in in life and in business. Um, you know, I started. Um, one day he asked me to come out there. He he knew I have I have a background in tattooing. I tattooed for ten years before I started doing this, and um, he knew I had a background in that. So he asked me, you know, he's like, "Come out. I need help. Um, you know, doing. You're like you're really good with colors. So come out here and help me figure out this custom order." And I'm like, "Okay, I'll give it a shot." And um, yeah, I don't know. It was like once I I did that and it came out super cool. And then I was like, "Okay, I'm in here." You and I was in a weird, I did, I did. And it's like, you know, it's funny once you're a mentor or a person who shows you how to do this, or I don't even know. Some people don't have that, you know, they just do it. They start it on their own. But um, we, I don't know, like he hadn't been doing it super long. So kind of we were starting, I don't know, together at the same time, almost. Um, he knew a lot more about, you know, like um, making masters and making molds than I did. I feel like right. the casting stuff. I feel like casting stuff we kind of like learned side by side. Um, yeah, so that's how I ended okay. up here. But yeah. Um, one of the questions that often gets asked: Does your family know what you do? Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Okay. My and family is super cool. My family is super cool. Um, they have always known everything I've always done. Everything. Um, they are very supportive. Um, they've my grandma even she's she loves hanging out she loves hanging out at the workshop she's like put me to work give me something to do so she's even you know she's trimmed uh so anybody out there you know she may have trimmed a forgeling that you own or one of our little snacks that we give away for free she may have trimmed it she loves she loves doing stuff out there so yeah right i feel i feel very fortunate in that because i know not not a lot of people have you know support from their families yeah yeah. So I you turned your grandma into a into a goblin, into a shop goblin. I did. I did. <laughs> I did. And now every time I see her, she's like, do you have something else for me to do? And I'm just like, <laughs> I'll look for something. I think she even she even made like our we had the silicone test kits where we were um, offering, grandma you know, the, the show. yeah, <laughs> she'd love it. She'd love it. But she she assembled a lot of those for us. Oh, she just okay. loves doing stuff like that. Mm -hmm. She's 85, but she's just like, she's a sharp lady. She just wants to keep doing stuff forever. So. Right. So it started off with Shop Dad, and then you came along. 
And yep. as I kind of put it together, the, the roles kind of shifted and you have kind of taken over Pleasure Forge. He has kind of done his own thing. Um, and so Pleasure Forge has kind of become, you know, um, I don't want to say your baby, but, you know, it's mm. you're the biggest part of it at this point. I mean, he like he likes to say that often, but I, I also think that, I mean, he he plays he plays a huge part. He plays a huge part. So I have to say, we I feel like it's very it's very equal. But yeah, I did take over um, a lot more of the uh, you know day to day stuff like um, cast like you know Star and I do you know ninety nine point nine percent of the casting now. If he does get out there, he like makes a tornado mess and something cool. But um, yeah, I I uh, yeah I started taking over um, you know everything from back then we were on Etsy, so I started doing everything on Etsy, taking over the social media, just everything else, shipping. Yeah, right. All the now other you, stuff that we do. <laughs> yeah, you mentioned uh, Star. And I think Star is a, a shop goblin. Yes, Star is my main goblin. She's my uh, right right hand goblin. She's my right arm. Okay. My other arm of the business, Pleasure Fort. So she is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, now I am a little bit um, of a control freak. I I have to. Ah, yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) So when I bring in folks who are going to be minions and and work in my studio, um, because I have minions and you've got goblins, um, it is so hard to let go and let somebody else take the reins. How have you dealt with that? I mean, it it absolutely has been very hard. I have my own... um, I have my own processes. I have my, my ways that I'm like... This is the most efficient way. Don't do it any other way. <laughs> but it it's been um it was a struggle for me at first, absolutely. I mm-hmm. definitely didn't want anybody to veer off any path. And if I saw him doing it, I was like, What are you doing? Why are you doing it like that? But um it's been I think it's been good for me, you know, like I've really enjoyed watching her um I've really enjoyed watching her figure things out on her own. That's been extremely mm-hmm. rewarding for me. Like, you know, I taught her it was wild. I taught her how I I like to do my drips one time, and now she could just you would never tell the difference between uh, whether I did it or she did it. And then sometimes she'll like run off with things that I've taught her. So that's been really nice. I like- yeah, um, one of the great things about having studio minions or shop goblins, it kind of starts to alleviate a little bit of the stress. You can kind of take a step back and a little bit of a breath, but. Um, one of the things that I think a lot of us deal with is burnout and, you know, that creative you know, burnout that just seems mm-hmm. to drain us over time. Have you found that that has been something that um, Star has helped out with or how have you dealt with that? Um, I mean, I think absolutely Star has helped has helped me out um, as far as like how long I, I can sustain, um, mm-hmm. you know, the levels that we were at. But I do feel like we pushed, like I pushed, she pushed, we all pushed so, so, so hard during the the start of lockdown. It was just like pushing extremely hard. So I think, you know, we needed someone to alleviate our burnout because 
we were just happy to to work until our feet were falling off. Yeah. So we needed someone else to come in and be like, hold on, guys. We're not going to do this because it is um, this, you know, this line, this work can burn you out. And it's you have to really be careful that you don't, um, you know, bleed that onto your people because you might be happy to work until midnight, but they're not. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, oftentimes people might not tell you that and you're just like, come on, guys, we can do it. But we don't work till midnight for the record. I think we did that like one time and it was probably a Black Friday shipping day and everybody knew and we had lunch. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know that um, for me is that I love what I do. And so for me, it's not it doesn't feel like work. I can do it yeah. all day long. And my I don't expect that of my employees. I don't expect that of the folks that work with me because they're not as invested. And they didn't this didn't come from the part of them that they wanted to share with the world. So um, there's definitely something there where we have to accept that what we do is not what we are going to have to expect from our, our folks in the studios. Yeah, absolutely. That, I mean, that's an interesting thing to uh, learn because again, like, you know, getting into this business, like I have no formal, no formal training in how to be a business person. Um, and I, I suspect a lot of new, you know, a lot of people in this business don't have that type of formal training whatsoever. You know, I, I hear of people, um, you know, all the time being like, I don't know how to like fill out these papers even, you know, mm. I'm having, <laughs> so it's, it's, um, there's a lot of things that, that can get caught in the crosshairs. Like, you know, um, um, I'm sorry. I just lost my thought. Um, you know, classifying your employees, even are the employees are the independent contractors. A lot of people misclassify them. Yeah. Um, that's, you know, I feel like that kind of hurts the legitimacy of our, of our, if you have like bad bad folks being you know just do your due diligence know know that you don't know what you don't know and, and try to seek it out i guess there's a reason why people are professionals in particular exactly areas. and they are i mean i've always said that my cpa is worth his weight in gold i agree so much i pay I think it's a, a large amount to have um a cpa that that I don't have to, I don't have to think about any of that. I do like yeah. to know what's going on, but I don't have to think about any of it because it's like, I'm not a CPA. I don't need to know, um, right. you know, exactly how that works. Like they do. So good. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's part of it is just being able to let go and let them do what it is that they do so well. And it's money well spent, but not everybody can afford it. But no, that's true. That's true. It's one of the things that one of the first people you should be hiring on as you can. Well, there's now, um, a lot of resources you can find, mm -hmm. um, you know, as a, a small business that I think I would like encourage people to take advantage of trying to seek those out. You know, um, I think we have, gosh, I can't remember. My accountants hooked us up with this. It's a, it's just like a small business bureau, something, something in our town. But a lot of people have that, you know, you can always, I know you can always um, check in on things like that if mm -hmm. you have questions. Thing. Yeah. Um, there's another resource. It's called SCORE. Um, mm. And if you just search for uh, SCORE small business, and that's S-C-O-R-E, um, it's, uh, 
I can't remember exactly what it stands for. It's something about core of retired um, entrepreneurs or something like that. Um, And they are folks who have retired or are late in their business cycle. And they just volunteer their time to be a resource for small business owners and people who are just getting started. I love that. um, You touched on this just a little bit. I want to come back to it. Um, And it's that, that, dichotomy between art and business and you know how do we define ourselves are we artists are we small business owners are we content creators what do you think about that idea that um so i feel like in the last at least in the last two years uh, it's become more of a thought in the forefront of my mind because um well business you know we had the the great COVID dildo boom is like what I like to call it. (laughs) Um, We could have never expected that level of appreciation and orders and all the things. Um, But yeah, so it's, it's difficult now. It's like, you know, are, are we a content creator? I like, I think I told you during our tech setup, I was like, you know, I'm having trouble with these reels. I don't, Mm -hmm. I cannot understand how they work. And then it's just, it's kind of a bummer because it's like, you shoot a whole short film in a reel and then you may have like no views on it and it's like well what did i do that for but that's because that's what the social media got overlords want you to do now so you can be relevant in their algorithms and it's just it can be very discouraging at times it's like you know you because the artist person the artist inside of you is like i just want to share my art right <laughs> you know i just want to share my art and then the business person inside of you is like, well, you have to make money. What's the business no. justification for spending this time doing this thing? Exactly, exactly. And so, yeah. yeah. Um, but the content creator piece is kind of difficult because then you're, um, you know, you're kind of expected to have, um, I, I know a big, a big word lately is a parasocial, but parasocial relationships with um, your customers. And that can be hard sometimes mm. because you you know, is, is it a customer base? Is it a community? It's, it's both, yeah. all of it. So it, it can be hard. I, I struggled when I was uh, doing social media initially because I was like, I'm not sure what kind of voice I should have here. Um, mm. you know, do I have my own personal voice or do I have to like put on some kind of marketing voice, which I does not come natural to me. So like, I don't think I would ever... <laughs> You know, I see some, I see some mainstream um, sex toy marketing that is not something I would do, but like if it works for them, good for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like uh, to see the shift. I like to see the shift in the fantasy community. Yeah. Um, I think it's interesting um, about the the community that we have become a part of and how that has kind of evolved over time. And it does kind of expect us to be, at least it seems to me, seems to me that they expect us to be more personal, that they expect us to, they want to be our friends. They want to be a part of our world. And I'll Mm -hmm. be honest, that's part of why I did this is so that I could connect with that world a little bit better, but also give other folks a way of connecting with that world. Um, You've been in this just a little bit longer than me, I think. I think we started around the same time. I think I came in just a little bit after you. How have you seen that community change over time? Well, for one thing, it's gotten 
much bigger, which is great. It's really great because, you know, part of it, you know, the good side to to the community um, or the great side, rather, is that you do have this like this wonderful, like fiercely loyal uh, Mm. base of like friends and customers and people who will build you up and they will, um, you know, they will always They'll defend you to the dying day. Yes, they will. They will. If they see something that is kind of silly, they'll be like, hold on a minute. That's not. And I love that. I appreciate that so much. Like, I don't think people understand. I could never express it. But, um, yeah, um, it has changed a lot. It's I've been part uh, I've been part of a community um, discord. Well, it's changed. It's changed over time, but it does contain a lot of the same people. but a community discord of collectors for um i think about since like 2018 uh, quite a while yeah um and yeah from the tumblr to twitter it's gotten really interesting what's funny about tumblr is that there used to be you could like anonymously be a jerk so you'd have people <laughs> kind of being like why did you post that and it's like oh my bad um because <laughs> it's funny like you don't I don't ever start my day thinking like I'm going to post something day today to like make someone upset. I would never like right. I would never I would never unless okay that's a lie like I might you know not my <laughs> today people. I choose violence <laughs> yeah but yeah so it's gotten interesting um what another you know what another good thing about our community is that the customers have like a ton of institutional knowledge about like their products <laughs> the products that they enjoy um or collect or the pieces the art um so they're it's nice because they will um you know they'll train the new people in how how all this works and and a lot of times i see people answering questions before i can even answer it and like yeah. that i always appreciate so much i'm like thank you so and because <laughs> you know sometimes you can't get to every single question but it has changed um over the years um yeah it's gotten it's gotten a lot bigger um and i would say you know i don't want to take it into any negative place but i would say that um it's it's been difficult at times because you know you have new like brand new brand new shops get out onto the scene and they don't know what's going on yet you know right and you do sometimes see kind of like call outs where i'd like to see call-ins um mm-hmm. You know, you do. Ha- you have some customers out there who might know even more than the little baby shop does, and it's like, give them a break, man. Like, just, just give them a break. You know, don't assume right. their intent is bad because it's not always. Right. Yeah. Um, the uh, the community has a a really good history of kind of. Uh, I, I say good because it kind of goes both ways when they they see these new shops and you know some of them will say hey get in touch with Derek or get in touch with Kristen or shop dad is a great resource for this or whatever um, but I think the that sometimes they can turn the community can can turn on people fairly quickly and yeah. uh, I mean we're all we're all human so that can happen but um, I've been really happy with the way that the community has responded to me and the the folks that I have been working with. Yeah. I mean, everybody's really, really excellent. Um, 
for the most part, you know. And and then, like, going back to it, you know, we had that recent kind of community-wide shock, shocking I'm not going to, like, refer to it directly, but I think you know what I'm talking about. I'm right. sure a lot of the folks at home know what I'm talking about. And um, I thought it was really nice to see how everybody kind of came together and we're like hold on no like we we can't have this in here we got to get it out and i that's the stuff that i i love to see it i'm like i love to see it yeah you know we kind of made a distinction there we kind of glossed over it was the difference between calling somebody out and calling Mm -hmm. somebody in do you want to talk about how you see that difference so you know personally i think calling someone out so calling someone out might i think it looks like you've already in you've already assumed their intent and so you've already you're feeling reactive and you've already assumed intent and so you're gonna pop off if you will for lack of a better term yeah um and then you know calling someone in it's like hold on you've taken a second to to step back and and kind of just like center your center your feelings center yourself and be like hold on a second okay what actually happened here like you're taking time to ask questions um and you you know sometimes i've seen stuff that i don't have a problem with i don't necessarily have a problem with public um public i don't know what the word i want to use is i don't want to say public call outs because that doesn't encompass what i mean but i don't have a problem with people speaking on things publicly i guess i just um would ask that you consider um you consider taking it private unless it's like truly egregious because that you know i've had situations some of my friends i've had situations my friends have had situations where something you know i think um i think tibbs said it in the chat it was like some information will spread like wildfire yeah and it's it's not good information and then you know you've got 27 people yeah, yeah, like 27 people talking about it on Twitter about how, like, you kicked their dog and it's like, man, oh, that's not what happened. And then, you know, that that sucks because we spend a lot of time, I feel like we do as, as makers and also as members of the community, like thinking about the good we can do for the community as a whole, mm-hmm. um, you know, and it sucks to see someone, you know, insinuate that you didn't. That actually, it's it hurts your feelings, like... Yeah. It, it hurts your feelings really bad. I'm like, I'll think of, I'm a type of person where I'll think about it like all day. And Matt's yeah. like, come on. Get back. Well, I don't think any of us come into the business or anything like that with the intent of doing harm or no, no. to hurt anybody's some, some, feelings. Well, you think? I've okay, seen some well, things. I, I, I'm not, I've surrounded I myself with intent, so many wonderful though. people that. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen some things though. It's like where someone tried to politely explain to someone like, "Hey, the thing you're doing is like maybe not super safe," and and you know people getting very indignant or feeling. But I understand that as well. Like I can yeah. understand that on a human level because nobody likes to feel backed into a corner right. or scolded or anything like that. So yeah. Now I have pretty much focused on Twitter, um, and we, I think we're kind of focusing on Twitter in our our conversation here do are there any other social media platforms that you use i mean tumblr i mean tumblr's not (laughs) tumblr's not dead yet is it (laughs) r.i.p tumblr no really for us for us it's dead i mean i'm not gonna spend all day um you know um 
What is the word? Gosh, I can't think of words today. And it's obsessing. the only day that I really need to think about words. No, not obsessing. It's like I can't spend all day um, um, appealing reports or like oh. flags on my posts. And that's, you know, years ago when Tumblr started doing that, it was like half of our posts had those sorts of, that, you know, they're like, we're taking this down. And it's like, but it's literally nothing i don't know like you know nothing bad is going on here it's just a i had that on twitter happen to me two three days ago and And, you know a lot of people have been having that happen to their posts even people who are just posting normal stuff so i think that's something kind of funky with like twitter itself yeah um facebook instagram in the chat for tumblr that's so great (laughs) (laughs) um Uh, yes I, i do not use facebook i would never i would never if if anyone does and I want to preface that to say, you can run your business how you want to run your business. That is your like prerogative all day long. Do you boo? But for me, I would never ever use Facebook because I think they're ridiculous. Um, and I don't think my stuff. I don't think I want to deal with the kind of commentary that Facebook gets. You know, I don't think my little heart could handle it because mm-hmm. you have the commentary on Facebook for just a, a post on the news is just absolutely terrible. Yeah. So um, I wouldn't do that. Uh, I do use Instagram. I don't. Instagram, I wish it was more of, of, of a front thought, but it's definitely more of an afterthought. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot harder to gain traction on there. You do. I feel like you do have to be more of the like, you know, content creator, if you will, on Instagram. They respond um, a lot of Instagrammers. You know, the community on Instagram seems to respond a lot better to like really pretty posts. So you really have to like. It's very refined. It's very polished. Yeah. It's It's like an art gallery. Yeah. And Twitter is a little bit more rough and tumble. And it is. We throw stuff out there. Yeah. It Um, is. Um, But the lifespan on Twitter is 30 seconds. It is. It moves very fast. It moves very fast. Oh, I like Uh, that person's question. Um, Which is a good segue to, uh, I want to remind everybody, if you have any questions, drop them in the chat. George will collate those and we will get back around to them. Or if they pop up in my feed, uh, then I'll try to work them in as we go. Um, Oh, and another disclaimer, um, any products or anything that we mention is purely from our experience. Nothing here is promoted or... um, subsidized or what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Um, we're not sponsored? up here sponsored. That's it. Um, I'm sponsored by monster smash toys. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not. <laughs> Ooh, that's an interesting idea. Huh. Okay. <laughs> now, um, let's see. So, um, let's see. We've covered social media. We've covered uh, your evolution, getting into the business. Um, I'm curious how your shop has evolved. And I'm talking about the physical workspace. Um, you know, we often start in these very small cramped, maybe it's your, maybe it's your kitchen or maybe it's a spare bedroom or something like that. Um, you're doing enough business to where you can't be doing that out of a spare bedroom. Can you? <laughs> We're doing the photography out of a spare bedroom. Right. <laughs> Um, no. Yeah. So, so we started, we actually started in, um, a really, I mean, it's a very nice shed. It's, it was a very nice shed. We had a window unit AC in it. Like it's a bit, it was a bigger shed, you know? Yeah. Um, we started out there and, 
I mean, that was back when we were doing not, we weren't doing like, like a ton. Um, but yeah, we started in the shed and then we moved into, we have a two, a two car garage and we moved into a corner of the two car garage. Um, we never put cars in it though. Like we never, I think I put a car in there like one time. That's cause we were gonna, we had a hurricane situation yeah, and that we didn't know we were going to get it or not. So we're like, Oh, we'll put a car in the garage. But yeah, so we started on the corner of the garage and now it's functionally like the entire two car garage. And it's okay. also, um, shop dad has his printer sheds. Hmm. Um, he's talking about he, that. Yeah. He keeps his F his FDM and FDMs, I guess there's, um, inside the house in the one room. So he's got his little, his little goblin room in the house. Yeah. To do his little goblin experiments, and yeah. um, then we have the other room, uh, which is all photography uh, and bagging. Yeah, and we'd love we'd love to get out of here, but it's just yeah. This, the last two years, I know I keep saying it, but I'm like the last two years have been just mad. Um, I, you know, I know. Commercial- I, keep, I was wanting to come back around to how COVID has kind of impacted the the community and you specifically. Um, so why don't you take a moment and talk about that? Yeah, absolutely. Five years of iteration. That person said yes. Five years, <laughs> and let me tell you what. I just to get just to go back for one second. It's yeah, but. It'll all tie in. It'll all tie in. We'll we'll circle back. Is that what they say in like corporate meetings? Like, I think so. I don't know. I've never been in one. Um, so, <laughs> um, shop dad. Is that what they say in corporate meetings? Oh, he's on the lag. Yeah. They say like we'll, we'll circle back. Do they say that a lot in corporate? <laughs> okay. What do you anyway, say? He said, "What's in tr- what's on trend right now is um, let's take it offline." <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know, but anyway, right, so- yeah. So. Two years ago, two years ago, two and a half years ago now. So mm-hmm. let's set, set the scene. March, March 2020, I just came back from the amazing festival. No, really, I did, though. It was really fun. And then we started having all these crazy news reports of some crazy virus. And, uh, you know, I was I was uh, at the start of 2020, like we had big plans. I remember we took a car ride and we talked and we had like our we were working out like our rest of the year plan you know maybe thinking about a five-year plan and for that year we had planned to save all of our money that we made that year so that we could um find a commercial space to get the heck out of this house um you know and at that point we were probably doing drops of i don't know maybe like 50 things a week or something it Mm -hmm. wasn't too big you know i had um it's funny actually star started in february 2020 so she started like right before oh wow the shit hit the fan but um (laughs) she uh yeah so she got she got trial by fired in um yeah it was weird it was like two weeks maybe two weeks after the lockdown i think i did i don't remember i think it was like a drop of black rainbows or something so some drop i did where it was just like and everything sold out and i was like what are you kidding me like i I was freaking out. I think we were sitting at the computer and we were just like, wow, can you believe it? (laughs) And then it just, and then like that just kind of kept happening. And like, we couldn't keep enough stuff in the store. Um, You know, we would have, like, I remember having like a drop of like 200 things and it was just like gone. And we were still on Etsy at that point. So it was really difficult because Etsy, um, I don't feel like Etsy um, 
you know, it's not made for that. It's not made for that kind of like right. huge inventory like situation. Um, and I, I do know some people, some people do have to stay on there. And so like, I respect, I respect it. Like, you know, it took me a while. I don't like to change my stuff and I had to change it so much. Um, but you know, Etsy keep jacking up the fees on people. So I'm just like, we got to get out of here. So we got on Shopify and that made the drops a lot more, um, easy for me to process and what have you. But yeah, 2020 to 2021, it was just like, I never expected that in my whole life and we had to keep moving it was basically a hockey stick yes it was wild it was, you have to move like i was like oh my god we need like three molds of this we used to just have one we need yeah. um you know we ended up getting like gallons of some pigments which i if people don't know you can buy gallons of pigments <laughs> from smooth on so if you didn't know i didn't know until i had to do it Oh my um, god! You know, yeah, whole gallon. I have a whole gallon of lot of, of a lot of pigments. Um, wow! Okay. And I, you know, refill them with our ways that we like refill the small jars for the shop. But yeah, yeah. So it was it was just wild. Um, and we just had to keep making. Like I used to do photos in the same room. Um, like it would just be like, okay, today there's going to be no live casting. Not live. Not live. Never live casting. When I say live, I mean chemicals, um, mica, like mold release. None of that stuff's going to be in the air on this day. Like, so that'd be like a photo or a bagging day. Oh, okay. Okay. We got to shut the room down because we can't have that stuff. You know, we got all these washed things. So we have to, you know, um, and it was just, we, I don't know about y'all. Maybe some people out there are like a lot more tidy than me, but sometimes you do you ever just feel like you're you have to move something to like use something? It just felt like that was the entirety. That was yeah. the entirety. Yeah. Uh, that was the entirety of the time. Yeah, it was yeah. like move something to move something. So we just had to keep doing it and doing it. Yeah, I I know for us it was kind of amazing um, the way that it just kind of snowballed for those two years. Now this year has been different. Um, I think it has. It has. the economy has changed, and uh, people aren't feeling quite as confident, and so they're they're being a little bit more judicious with their spending. Yeah, I mean, I I've definitely noticed that as well. Um, I I feel I actually feel almost kind of bad for people who got started in 2020 because I feel like they kind of got a raw deal. Um, well, you know, with I'm sure they also had to like you know go 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 because it was just yeah. like nobody it felt like nobody could keep anything in stock like i i would go to my friend shops and that was the first year that i started shopping drops and kind of like freaking out like i was right there with everybody else like ah i need that thing <laughs> i'm gonna be there at like you know 459 um <laughs> but i also wanted to experience that because i was like i need to experience what my customers are experiencing and which is why we started the pre-shop because shopify doesn't allow you to do it doesn't allow you. I have not figured out a way to do cart holds on Shopify. I don't know if that exists. If it does, somebody hit me up. Um, I've tried an app. It failed spectacularly. Um, but mm. yeah, that's why we started doing the pre-shop because I was like, you know what? This feels bad. Like, it feels bad, man, to have people um, having to experience that kind of anxiety over, like, a thing. And it's like, what else do people have right now? 
like give them their joy so i i wanted to do the pre-shop um you know just to give people time like hey you can look at the things you can take your time you can maybe you look at the pre-shop and you're like there's nothing here for me this week so you don't have to sit there you're not like locked right. in um, and they're not they're not burning up you know server time that's not the exactly. right way of putting it but you know your server can only handle so much and if there's somebody who's not going to end up buying something then they find that in the pre-shop they're off yep. doing what they want to do and then the server is a lot more active for the folks who are buying yeah um yeah so we really enjoyed that um yeah so but this year has been a lot different um you know i'm i like i said i kind of struggled with like my finding my voice if you will and then at one point i was just like you know what i'm just gonna be who i am for the most part and so i've always been very open on my social media um about like hey we're not you know like we're really busy this week um or hey you know like i i took on a little too much and so things are going to be a little weird um but yeah at the beginning of this year i kind of like uh at the end of december really december 2021 i felt the burnout hard mm. hard i was like i got to the point where like i could not even it's funny i think one of the last drops of 2021 we did were um dancing lights which is our light up toys um which like i was so excited we've been working on that for years like trying to figure out like how is it going to work and and he finally figured out the tech and we were so excited but it was like i should have been really excited for that i should have been like yeah dancing yeah. lights woohoo but i just i felt so um burned out like i just couldn't enjoy anything and so i took some time off at the beginning of this year and little did i know it was like the worst possible time to kind of do that because mm. this year has been so odd i think it's been a you know it's absolutely a mixture of you know the economy and people feeling a little bit like less confident and trying to like i know for me personally in my personal life and even in my business life i'm being like a lot more conservative um trying to you know because economists or like money people will tell you like you want to start saving your money now before the shit really hits the fan. And also, like, I lived through the 2008 recession. So I remember, like, you know, you remember that. You're like, yeah. oh, gosh, yeah. I had to count change, <laughs> you know, out of my floor to buy gas and stuff. But, yeah, so it's gotten strange this um, this year. And, you know, we're in this sort of, like, incubator space, like, as, you know, indie dildo makers um, and it's a great space. Like I said before, like you have all the customers um, with, they have their own institutional knowledge. Like you'll learn a lot. You'll be able to have this whole base of people who will like, you know, be your champions and, and really be excited for your stuff. But, you know, I think that, um, you know, a lot of people I think can tend to start to like catering to that. Hmm. Um, and that can be kind of hard to, because you do, you know, as like a business person, not as the artist, but as a business person, I do feel like, you know, eventually you may want to, you may need to like shift out of that incubator into, you know, something else like diversify. Um, you know, some people like to m maybe want to move into wholesale and like at the, you know, at the prices and the, the mm. production um, schedule that I have right now, like I could never move into wholesale because it's just not, like the points aren't there yeah but so yeah it can be hard um 
you you you, you want to move out of there eventually so you can you know make space for the next cool thing because who's someone someone saying camera has lost its phone. yeah i'm not who's, sure whose camera <laughs> i don't know i've been watching you and yours has been fine so maybe they're talking about mine ah. overlay i actually oh. did get a message from a friend that said the brightness went up super up huh i'm not sure um huh. well yeah uh, well, well, I mean, this year has been has been really interesting. Um, uh, it's funny. I spent the last two days working on something, and it was actually for the the maker community. And I I was on one of the maker discords, and I shared my thoughts out there. And um, we very quickly came to the conclusion that actually this wasn't going to work, and so ended up having to throw away two days worth of work but well, you know no. that community has been super awesome and um you know this was something that i was trying to give back to the community to to the maker community and um just can't do it so um i've taken this year to to kind of refocus a little bit on um the things that i've enjoyed and the things that i want to do um, so it's kind of nice having that freedom to be able to, okay, things yeah. are slowing down. We've got more time. What would I want to do? And I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, I've got a, a new website that I'm working on. I'm not quite ready to do a, like a full public announcement, but mm -hmm. if you follow my Twitter, you've figured out what it is. <laughs> so, um, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> laughing at Linda's comment about he turned the uh, brightness all the way up on her laptop. Oh, uh, okay. Sweet Billy. Now, you said you did a drop of 200 plus pieces. Um, I know a I little have bit. Done. I know a little bit about how much that might have cost. Um, uh. so how do you how do you kind of make that judgment call and how you know there's a I guess it's how do you decide how much risk you're willing to take? So that is a thing, and I will say this to like newer shops or even, you know, maybe middle schooler shops, if you will. I don't want to say middle schooler, sounds diminutive, but you know, you're not new, but you're not an old, an old hat, you know? Right. I'd say it to shops. Um, you know, it's, it's difficult because gone, I'm going to tell, I, I hate to say it, but it's like gone are the days where you can just put out any old thing mm -hmm. and someone's going to buy it. The, those days are gone. We've been seeing it, you know, and it's not saying not to say that I would put out any old thing in someone's bite, but you know, a couple of years ago I put out this like weird color. <laughs> it was called like Barbie cuties. It was ridiculous. <laughs> I like it was a total accident. I thought, but that's the funny thing because it's like you don't know. A bunch of people like really loved it. I even got asked hmm. another time like, "Are you ever gonna bring back Barbie cuties?" And I'm like, "Heck no, I don't." that was a mistake like that was an accident so it's kind of hard to say like it's a really hard thing you just really gotta you gotta put your finger on the pulse of your of your customer base but you also don't necessarily want to um you don't want to necessarily chase trends either because you can yeah you know you can get in that hamster wheel of like trying to recreate things that you see um, and that can be born of like curiosity, which is like, you know, I get it. I'm curious too. Like I see stuff all the time where I'm like, how the hell did you do that? Like I got to try yeah. it. But I also, you know, the trend chasing, it's like, 
like I said earlier, you're in the incubator space with, you know, our specific customer base and people start kind of like catering to them. And then you kind of like pigeonhole yourself. And it's like, you know, how are you going to get out of there? It's like I said, it's a hamster wheel and it can be like stressful and it doesn't give you um, those feelings that I think everybody and anybody wants who's doing anything, which is like, you know, feeling really competent and relevant and autonomous and that you've learned something. And like, you know, I think you said yesterday in our tech check, it's like you have to fail, you know, you have to fail. Like I learn a lot more. I learn every time I fail. Like I just made some stuff last, uh, not last week. It was a couple weeks ago. I've been trying to unlock fades because I'll tell you, even at five years, like I just, I'm not good. Like I'm not great at fades. I think I'm not, I've had different people tell me like, no, that looks great. But like I do, I do. Um, but I made some, like I tried something and I was like, that was ridiculous. Like that, that does not look good. That was a, that was a mistake. That was a fail. So yeah, be careful. You know, if you're going to experiment, experiments smaller, you know, don't, don't do a whole production run of something because silicone is expensive it's gotten more expensive this year and lord knows it may get more yep. expensive so you know find your tips uh, in the chat had a comment uh these days you have to keep one-upping yourself to stay relevant it feels it's a tougher market now yeah um you get into that um that hamster wheel uh that rat exactly race. you're chasing yes. your tail and, you know, two and years ago, it was Maws. You know, everybody had to have a Maw. Oh, but the now, slaver is, like, so right? iconic. Yeah. That's, I mean, shout out to the Wicked Hunt. Nailed it. That, yeah. I, I don't even have one. Like, I still want one. I don't even have one. It's so cool. I've seen it yeah. now. I've finally seen it. Uh, MFA Design said, Pleasure Forge is another of the shops that inspired us to get started. No way. Really? <laughs> Yeah, not not me, not us. I'm just a who. Yeah, Um, no, uh, it's very genuine though. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm just like a two. I I like to joke. I tell people all the time. I'm like, we're just two kobolds in a trench coat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the imposter syndrome is real. Yeah, Um, Uh, trends. Oh, I like that. They're talking about trends. Yeah, yeah. I I agree with sort with uh, George that. Is that George? That's George chatting. Probably. Well, it's not me. So yeah, it's got to be right. George. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do agree. Trends are super cool, and I understand like the desire to um, do that. You know, like because our greatest, um, I don't know. You know, like our we we run on we run our businesses run on social capital. Like social capital is so very important to our businesses, um, and. You know the trends it's it's great because you want people like any i when people post my stuff if they tag me and stuff if they post my stuff if they're talking about my stuff i get so excited every time doesn't matter i've seen like even on my like worst day where i'm like twitter today like lord knows what's going on on twitter today you know but if i open my twitter and someone's tagged me in something i'm like oh that's so cool like someone liked my stuff and so I understand wanting because there is that, you know, there's the community of people who like they have these things that they like and and you know, this week it'll be this thing or this week it'll be that thing. And like I get that because it's new stuff and they see new stuff, they want new stuff. Um but yeah, the 
it's it's difficult the trends um i want to see something new like i want to you know and i know that's hard because i've been in that position myself like i've been you know you stare at your you'll have your empty pigmentless cups of silicone sitting on the table before you being like what the hell am i gonna make today that's gonna keep up with like sandworms and cow prints and hand paints and yeah 67 color splits and like lord knows like is it gonna do my laundry for me because like people and it's amazing like people are doing some amazing stuff with this medium because this medium is insane like yeah it's incredibly flexible it's flexible and it's also pain in the ass sometimes (laughs) it's like you you know you think like and i'm sure some other makers can attest to this like all other makers can attest to this i'm sure it's like you know today i would try to make something and i would try to make it again tomorrow and it would be different it's just like i try really you know you try really hard for consistency but like it's it's never guaranteed like maybe the moon is full tonight (laughs) so i'm gonna read off a few things um from the chat and uh let me get through them and then we'll come back um venus ultra wormhole said i'll have to say that i definitely owe pleasure forge the jumpstart for model making tibbs said pleasure forge was my first ever indie toy you all are iconic linda from pps said the coolest two kobolds in a trench coat and pleasure forge was her first indie toy as well guys (laughs) and sorry people not crying on stream DM said, I think uh, Pleasure Forge was my first toy as well. Yeah, you've got fans. um, And they love you. So, you know, kudos. Take that. You know, run with it. Feel it. I I will. That's... Hmm. I'm so bad at, um, like, compliments. Receiving compliments. (laughs) My therapist says we do better at receiving. No, but really, that makes me... um, Yeah, that... I'm I'm bereft. (laughs) Uh, Tibbs also had another comment. Your pre-shop for me actually was a huge mental health boost during the pandemic when I couldn't go anywhere. And it was like going to an art gallery every week. Oh my gosh. Well, I appreciate (laughs) that so much. And I, you know, I love, um, I love people like, you know, we we started doing the pre-shop and then we saw like a lots of other people starting to do the pre-shop. And I think it's a, I don't know. It's kind of a fun thing. It's almost like a, a, like a dildo watch party. You know, it's mm. like I love to see people, um, you know, getting that chance to like, you know, have that community time of being like, hey, did you see this? What do you guys think about this? And like, um, I think it was actually some of our friends in the community. They actually did some like YouTube live streams of our pre shops. Um, I think they got like by YouTube, but um <laughs> I, th- I thought that was really fun. And that, you know, that's something I'd like to do. Like, you asked me a question earlier before off stream, but I, I forgot to say, yeah, that's something I'd like to do. I'd like to, I'd like to, like, sit on one of my pre shops and do, like, a stream with people and be like, hey, what do you think? Mm. Like, what do you think about this? Oh, that'd be an awesome thing to do. Yeah, I think that would be fun. Like, a pre shop watch party. Yeah, I mean, you could do a stream on YouTube and, you know, hang out with folks. And if they've got questions, you could answer yeah. them. You know, um, and sometimes people, if it's their first shop or if it's one of their first toys, they may have questions about, you know, firmness or what have you. Uh, I think that's an awesome idea. I'd love to see that. Yeah, I would love to start doing that. 
Uh, Frost had a question. I think this one came from uh, Twitter a couple days ago. Your pores with translucency, like the winter dream cake, are spectacular, and I'd love to hear something about that. Okay. Um, And how do you do it might be a trade secret, of course, but how slash why you got to doing it as well. Um, Okay, so let's see. How... How is a is a wee bit of a trait? Um, I think I know what they're referring to. Um, a few years ago, I wanted to do, um, like I was trying to unlock something, and I was like, "Ah, we need more cups of clear. Star, make more cups of clear." Like I just kept saying, "Like clear, clear, clear," and really playing with ratios. I love playing with ratios, and I I will t- I don't often, but I will toot my own horn in saying that I feel like I have an extremely good handle now on like ratios of what something will like come out as and you know it's like when I'll you say, say ratios are you talking about colors yes colors okay. to translucence um yeah so it's all about your ratios and I will I'd love to say to new shops um new new silicone little sweet babies like please if you think you have enough pigment in your silicone do more like put more in, put more in. Star's been working for me since February 2020, and she still, I'll say, Star, that black is not black enough. Uh-huh. She'll still be like, No, I think it's too much. I think it's too much. I'm like, No, Star, put a little bit more in. Um, I do. I find that you know, people. I've been asked it before, um, you know, in DMs or something like, How do you make your colors like that? And it's like, You got to use more pigment. Please use yep. more pigment. And so yeah, to get back to the question, it's ratios. Um, I have a bunch of goofy visual aid cups here that I brought just in case, but, Mm -hmm. um, uh, I do, I'd love to share one cup if that's okay. Sure. It's, um, okay. And this is like a twofold thing. So this is, um, just your plain old, like, you know, handled plastic kitchen measuring measuring cup. cup. Yeah. Kitchen measuring cup. But the great thing about the kitchen measuring cup is that it has all your like tick, 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 tick on it, you know? Um, with your measurements and as well it has a handle and you will find over time my sweet little silicone babies that (laughs) crab grabbing these full cups is going to mess your hands and wrists up Yeah, it's going to mess your hands and wrists up so like you can do it but it's you know it's not ergonomically probably the best idea so yeah the cup the measuring cup with the handle. Um, can I say where I got them? Yeah, know. yeah. Okay. These I don't I don't know if they're still a dollar, but you can get them for a dollar at the Dollar Tree. One dollar. Yeah. Um, they have the nice rounded edge, so you can like scrape. Yeah. Um, and then the thing about it is that if you you can start to get a good handle for um, you know how much silicone goes into your into your models into your molds. Um, and you can start playing with ratios with the mm-hmm. little numbers on the cups. So that's my mm. that's my tech my tech trick for you. <laughs> uh, there was a follow up question, and I'm going to fold it into um, a question I had for you um, because I wanted to talk about your quarterly release schedule. Um, mm. But Frost had a follow up question. Thoughts on expanding this? The let me rephrase. Thoughts on expanding the shop or not? Like more toys at once, wholesale, etc. Um, just curious to know about any thoughts there, or if it's even something you would want. So you have this, 
uh, quarterly release schedule, but how do you see that working out for you? And do you, is that something that you want to grow and expand wholesale? Is that um, so many okay, things? So there? yeah, it's okay. We'll get to <laughs> So the quarterly release schedule was born of a space problem. Um, mm. We have, well, number one, we can't stop buying models from Venus because we're putting out <laughs> like amazing things. Um, it's not just Venus, like Scion. We haven't gotten anything from Frost yet. We really need to, but it's like, and I keep seeing Frost put out these really cool things where I'm like, and I tell Shop Dad, I'm like, Shop Dad, I want that. And he's like, no, you can't have it because we have, we don't like, <laughs> then they, it won't come out until like 2024. I'm like, okay, yeah, you're right. So, um, because, you know, we can only hold so many molds in our, yeah. in the shop. And we have probably, I guess, like 43 different models now. And if you think about that, you know, we have at least three to five sizes of E. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of things we have two molds for. Because um, we were working, um, you know, we last year we were working through that, like, entire, like, catalog of molds. Things were, like, falling off the shelf. We would have to clean them and clean them. It was just getting, it was getting ridiculous. So, yeah. um this year I was like, can we, we need to do like a quarterly thing. And it's not, it's not like, I saw someone once say that it, that they think um, it's to implement some sort of false scarcity. I'm like, I would never, I just don't have the space. Like, please, you know, I need more space. Um, so yeah, we have more models than we have the space for, which, you know, brings me to the next thing. Like, do we want to grow um, in this current iteration, like, there's nowhere for us to grow to. Um, I'm not sure. Like, one of my favorite things about this business is is scaling um, complex things. Because I, I'm sure you have to do that all the time. It's like, okay. Yeah. You know, we were making, you know, six pours at a time. Now we're making 22. So, like, how do we make 22 really cool pours at the same time? You know, things like that. Um, but like, I'll be the first to tell you, I'm not a people manager. Shop dad is an excellent people manager. And so that's part of it. You know, like you have to, as you, if you want to grow, maybe you need to add some more people. Cause there's only so much that, you know, star and I can do in our day so that we don't, cause this year has been all about like trying to like scale it to a reasonable, um, a reasonable level that allows us time for our, uh, you know, other interests in life, because it's like, Hmm. I'm, you know, I would, I would caution. I know when you're in your first year and you're really excited and you're like, I'm going to work 12 hours a day, but like, just be careful because it can, you know, you don't have anybody behind you telling you like, Hey, don't do that. Like, Hey, we're not doing that. It's just you. And that's great. You know, um, there's, it's great to have the freedom to do what you want but it's also terrible to have the freedom to do what you want because yeah. you know especially when you're gaining that popularity um you know it can be it can be kind of like an addiction where you're like i gotta make something cool and show it to people and it can just it can quickly spiral out of control it can be bad on your on your mental yeah. health on your body like on everything so i actually read a book um and, you know, I would definitely suggest it to anybody um, who's, who's self-employed or has their own business. Um, and it's called A Company of One. And it's it's talking about, um, you know, how you don't have to necessarily um, subscribe to the, like, infinite growth mindset 
of like capitalist America. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I'm speaking from American <laughs> thought, but you know, right. we everything's like, oh, you gotta like your success is measured by like your scale, and it's like, no, yeah. I don't actually like I don't believe that. I think your success is measured by yourself. And you know, do you feel good when you wake up in the morning? Like, do you feel excited? You know, do you have a community? Do you have? Do you enjoy what you do? Mm-hmm. I think that's success. Yeah, um, uh, it's funny you mentioned I'm that. I'm really bad at of, answering these questions. No, I'm like going <laughs> off on a tangent. Well, what's interesting <laughs> is that you almost answered my follow-up question, um, which is, um, do you think that wholesale or other growth is right for all makers? I don't. Um, I don't. You know, I, I, you know, I think some, some people, it's going to work. Um, you know, it's just going to work just fine. Like for them doing what they do, like how they're doing it, you know, you don't need to necessarily grow. Like if you, if you can find your niche and stick in that niche, um, you know, you may have some trouble, um, keeping up with the Mm -hmm. new kid on the block because you never know. But like, um, yeah, no, I don't think growth is, I don't think growth is right for everybody. I don't even know if it's right. I don't even know Mm -hmm. if it's right for me. You know, I, a lot of us were forced to grow in those yeah. in those past few years. Like we didn't. I don't want to say forced because you always have a choice. I could have been like, "Oh, we're not growing," but it was just. It was hard not to. It's like you know, people. How do you are say excited. no to that community? That's that's How built you? you up so so much so far. Yeah, and they're they're excited. They're cl- they're like clamoring for your stuff, and you're just like, "Wow, this is so cool! Um, mm-hmm. Unbelievable!" And you know the things that you're able to do. Um, you know, we talk a lot about, um, you know, I have a lot of like social causes that are near and dear to my heart. Um, and you know, sometimes on days where like, I don't, where I struggle with my mental health and I'm like, I don't want to get out there and do that today. Yeah. You know, I think about the, like, I just recently got a letter in the mail. I'm not going to cry about it. It was like a nice little card and it was from, um, one of the charities that we give to every year. Um, you know, and, and in Florida, especially it's, it's rough on, mm. um, LGBTQ youth and, um, yeah, I got a letter from them about like, thank you so much for your donation. Like you have no idea how much it means to us. Like we really needed it this year. And it was just like, that just like really got me. I was like, oh, okay, this is why like I'm getting up today and I'm going to make yeah. some stuff. Yeah. It's like, you know, you change not to get off into that path, but social change is incremental and like you just got to keep you got to keep grinding you just got to keep grinding yeah um i'm going to remind everybody i'm going to do last call for questions if you've got anything drop them in the chat uh george will get them to me because i can't keep up with the chat we've got so much going on over there that it's just kind of like scrolling by for me and i'm uh. um let's see another question came up um you said you work out of your house how does it affect you having a workspace at home? Oh my gosh. How hard is it for you to <laughs> walk away from work? <laughs> hard. Really hard. Um, yeah, it's really hard. Um, you know, so like pre-pandemic, I found myself leaving, like leaving my house a lot to go. Um, you know, I have, I have, you know, like a lot of people that I really enjoy hanging out with all over you know, we have some friends in New Orleans to go visit. We have some friends in Atlanta that we love to visit, um, just friends all over. And so I would find myself being like, okay, I'm going to take like, 
I'm going to take like five days off or something and I'm just going to go somewhere not my house because that's the only way that I'll be able to actually walk away from this because you know it's yeah. so easy you could be like well you know like I'm just sitting on the couch like I, I could go and check those casts like I could and then you find yourself like you just pulled an entire run of like stuff and it's you know or, or some dong inspiration came, comes through and you're like I've got to go pour that well it's just yeah. right in the garage I can go do that right now yeah yeah and like you know when you're trying to keep when you're trying to keep up with the insane demand like when we were you know it's like you said it's slowed down a lot this year it's given us a lot more time to like regroup and think you know just do some stuff for us to like be able to keep going Mm -hmm. um but yeah it's (laughs) it can be wild you're just like wow i gotta make something cool to show them because i got it in my head and like i gotta see how it's gonna come out yeah, um, my I've never had my business in my house. Um, well, don't really have room for it. Me and two cats and George. Uh, it's about all we've got room for around here. Um, so I've always had a separate space for my studio. And, you know, it's... Well, I think my first space was like... Oh, no. Actually, my first space was a room in another shop. And basically, oh, I sublet. Like a... Yeah, I sublet a a room, just a single room, and it was like, uh, it wasn't even that big. It was like eight by fifteen, eight by sixteen, something like that. Could get um, a storage unit for bigger than that, right? <laughs> um, and then we bumped up to about um, four hundred square feet, and then uh, then that grew up to six hundred, eight hundred. Now we're up to twelve hundred square feet, and. Yeah. Um, you know, like I said, it's never been in my house, so it's very easy for me to go. Okay, I'm, I'm not going to work today. Now. Or, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I say that. I but know, I know. There's so much we're, you can do from yeah. your computer at home. There, yeah. there is. There's the t- we're yeah. the types. I mean, all yeah. of, I I think anybody who opens your own business, like you're the the type. Like you, yeah. you know, the type. Like you can't. Um, and it, it gets hard. It gets hard to like walk away because you're like, well, I could just like, you know, I could do like one more little photo. Like I could do one more little post. Oh, well, I could just like, you know, hop on and do this. It's like whatever. But it does like you have to be really strict with yourself. You have to be so strict with yourself and be like, yeah. no, we are not working right now. <laughs> yeah, I um, I have rules for myself that if I'm with somebody, I'm with that person at that moment. And now it doesn't mean that, you know, George and I, we can be in the same space and I can be doing my thing. She's doing her thing. But if we are together and we're doing something, I'm present. And so, yeah, that's a boundary I've set for myself. Ah, you know, I'm just going to push this question that I just saw go by from Linda. It says as long as she said not a question, but it's definitely says as long as Shopify and Twitter are on your phone, are you really ever off work? And that's funny because I have a folder on my phone that says work and inside of it shopify and twitter because i'm like okay it's because you have to go through the layers so right you know it becomes a conscious choice yeah uh venus asked were most of the pleasure forge models made by you or shop dad those were made by shop dad um i definitely had some input like i'll have input you know like i think i asked him I do believe I asked him to make um, to make some of our humanoids 
because I wanted to have, you know, just like some accessible things for people who maybe don't want like monster, monster mm-hmm. dong, you know. Um, and also it was kind of like a forward thinking um, into possible wholesale at some point. It was like, well, you know, if we have some humanoids, maybe we can you know, fill some kind of slot there. If they're if they don't want our monsters, maybe they'll want our humanoids, which, you know, uh, and like he's he always says he's like, I have trouble designing those because it's like how many, you know, human things can you make? And it's just like, no, I, I feel that. But yeah, so we have a little variety there. But yeah, um, I've had I've had some like style or function, maybe like input on some of them. Um, you know, sometimes he'll, like he's been working on stuff and I'll be like, hey, what if you do it like this or that? But like, I don't I don't like to learn softwares very much. Yeah. Um, I've drawn a couple of like, you know, 2D ideas and like, what do you think about this? But yeah, mostly that's shop dad. But you've also worked with designers, haven't you? Um, I mean, we've purchased designs. Right. We never like, yeah, we haven't done like a commission, like a full commission okay. style. Gotcha. But we'd love to. Yeah. Yeah, we have designs uh, from uh, we have designs from Nyx, which I love. I just love everybody's designs. We have design from Nyx, Venus, um, and we have a design that's about to be coming out from Scion, which we're really excited about. Uh, Nayara asks, "What's your favorite model to pour, and what's your favorite model overall?" Well, I'm going to tell you, I can't choose a favorite. Um, I can't choose a favorite model because that would be like choosing a favorite cat and I love all my cats. <laughs> um, yeah. I do, but my favorite models to pour, um, I don't know. I'm, it just depends. It depends on the, t- on what I'm pouring in it. Um, I really, I've been loving pouring, um, into the lava method, which is Nix's design. It's, ah, I just, I just love doing it. It's so fun. Um, it's just a it's just a really interesting shape and it's like it looks great with a highlight it looks great mm. with drips it looks great with fades it looks it just looks really great so um i've also enjoyed i don't know i just yeah it depends on the day I'll, or the week yeah i'll have I've... like a week where i'm like ooh, i really um i think yeah we have the polypon coming up from venus and when he first gave us those those molds i i swear he was about to tell us like you gotta stop pouring into those because you're just gonna wreck them like because we just kept making them and making them we're like this is so fun to make yeah um yeah um i've found that it's less about the model that i'm pouring it's the pigment it's the color combinations it's it's that kind of stuff that i enjoy um to me it's oh uh, she's right look at her she's like i can't believe you left the troll out she's right i do love the troll I do love the troll. Troll, troll is troll is my my, my bud. Like that star, that's your yeah. goblin. All yep. right, yay! Uh, Linda, Hers, her favorite, oh. her favorite is the murloc. She will oh. if I because we have so we both have our own side of the table that okay. we pour into, and if we put, she's got to have all the murlocs in her. <laughs> she loves the murlocs. So if you have a murloc, it's nine. Like ninety nine percent starport it. Gotcha. Uh, Linda asking with an actual question this time. Okay. What are your favorite activities to recharge? Um. So I do a lot of reading. I love to read. Um, a lot of reading. Um, and I'm sure someone would be like, "Well, what do you read?" But I read all kinds of stuff. I read everything. Um, 
except you know i'm not gonna lie i'm not i've tried so hard because shop dad is a huge sci-fi nerd like he loves his sci-fi and i've tried and tried and tried but like for some reason i can't suspend all of my questions i'll be like they didn't explain that like i don't i'm like that wasn't explained i'm just expected to know the rules of this world i don't so, so yeah so reading you, a lot okay are you a fan of the kindle or physical books both okay Do both. i've fallen in I love like with to, my kindle yeah i like to read my kindle in bed mm -hmm. um that's my bed read especially like because you know he goes to sleep he's i don't know i feel like maybe five times i can count where like i've gone to sleep before him he always goes to sleep before me, but he also has, you know, he has to get up and do his like, yeah. so, um, yeah. So I'll read with my low light, little low light. Yeah. Candle. Uh, Rally but I says, also like to, oh yeah, go uh, ahead. Uh, Rally says, uh, oh, audio books too. Audio books. Yeah. George is yeah. an audio book person as well. So. I do the same. I mean, I'll, I like sometimes if I'm reading something that is like, maybe I don't want to say difficult, but it's like not, you know, like real classic literature um last last year star and i went on this whole tear where we were reading um just all kinds of victorian or regency era like novels and sometimes we would be reading it and listening to it just so we could get you know as much out of it as we could because it's not written in language that's used now mm -hmm. yeah um just to give everybody a heads up um, I'm going to cut off questions at this point because I've got a few more to get through and I want to try okay. to stay fairly close to on time. If we go over, it's, it's okay, but okay. I want to stay fairly close. Um, Rhaegar, uh, Tibbs, uh, from Fantasy Grove, which Fantasy Grove has been on before. Um, wonderful folks. Definitely go back and check out that conversation. I had so much fun with them. Um, if you could change one thing about the maker side of the toy community, what would you change? And if you could change one thing about the customer side, what would you change? Ooh, spicy, spicy tips. Okay. The spice. Um, hold on. I gotta like adjust myself for that question. <laughs> um, I think my answer would be, um, for the maker side. Um, you know, I think people will learn rather quickly that it's very important to be collaborative here um you know sometimes you can do without it but it's very important to be collaborative this um, community is not like a lot of them uh, you've got to be not. you've got to become oh geez i don't want to say you've got to become part of it but no you because you know like it thinking it's like a lot of the other business communities you might be a part of exactly because it's not um and i do understand like you know we're all individuals and so you know, some people might be like, well, I just, I can't devote that much time to like chatting online and stuff like that. But it, it's, yeah. So I'd, I'd, I'd like to see, you know, times are getting lean. So it's, it's more important now than ever, I think, than to be collaborative and to, to just make sure that, you know, you're not um, res resorting to kind of nebulous things, you know, mm -hmm. uh, undercutting your fellow dong smith if you will um you know, because a lot of people uh a lot of people will have your back like if you, you want <laughs> so that's for the maker side for the customer side um guys just like don't assume 
I'm sorry, I keep saying guys. I'm a millennial. I'm trying to phase it out. I know it's not inclusive, but it's it's a colloquialism. And I'm, so, um, please just email people. You know, just email people. Um, email people and don't assume that we woke up today and decided to ruin your day by, mm-hmm. you know, forgetting to tell you that there was a piece of lint in the bag. Like it 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 happens. Like please just give us a break. You know, just yeah. give us a break. Um, if you, you know, I'm sure everybody's grandma's told them like you get more flies with honey or something. I don't know how that goes. Right. But just try to be kind. Um, you know, I, think, I, I understand how upsetting it is when you, when you expected something and that's not what you got, but like, just know that that's not something anybody's out here doing on purpose. It's not because we're, that it's not intentional whatsoever. So Yeah. Um, I think it's, I can't tell if this is, I'm going to say it, anal corn. Ha. Uh, thanks by the way. I uh, had great results from blending silicones. Finally, I'm able to watch one of these streams. Um, yeah. Um, I think they might be talking about, uh, something. I blend my silicones. I, I use so you make your own f- custom firmnesses. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of how I've been doing it. Um, but they may also be talking about, um, as you're talking about your ratios and your blending of different colors. So possible. Um, I mean, it, that's one of the most fun parts, you know, um, mm-hmm. we all, I'm sure some people were around for the, um, you know, ignite to electric switch. I don't know if you ever experienced that like before, you know, if you wanted UV pigments, you got ignite, mm-hmm. which was a brick, you got a brick <laughs> and you had to mix it yourself. And it it uh, killed many a beautiful dildo with pigment pockets that just uh, you know, turned yeah. into a turbo flop that's unsellable. Um, but now we have electric, which is its own thing, and it's it's fun though. It's fun to like. You have to do a little more with electric. Hmm. Uh, Warm inside says, uh, "Do you find it emotionally draining to do the socials?" <laughs> Um, I do. I do. I'm a very like sensitive person. I, I truly am. I'm an artist. I'm a creative, you know, I, I, my life's work has been creative work. So that can be really hard. Um, I would suggest to anybody who can, who has the resources that, you know, let someone else, you know, you, you can give that control up. I was really scared. Um, you know, but last year I did, I, I had to ask shop dad to, to, to start doing my customer service emails because, oh, this she looks so wise. Oh, uh, so, little... oh, she, she does. She said, <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, uh, so she had you... to make an appearance. Yeah. yeah so, you know, if you have someone else, um, if you have someone else who's not doing every job, you know, because this stuff's going from your brain to someone's know mailbox into their hands and like i'm a really sensitive person and so it's a, it is draining at time to run the socials because it's like yeah. you know i have to be creative and all these other aspects and now that comes into the content creation piece it's like what are people going to respond to on the internet like what can i post and some days i wake up and i you know i'll just stare at my phone like i don't i i follow if I follow this hilarious page on Instagram, which I, I want other people to follow if they're a small business because it's, it's just so validating and it's called small biz memes. Um, and I think there was like a TikTok where this girl was like, 
me trying to make a post and she was just like and I was like no I get that so much it's like I don't even know what to make sometimes um you're getting sometimes you're really just getting like unfiltered my brain unfiltered yeah uh death moon uh has two questions is there a time frame for your new models to come out I'm really excited for your ovipositor and mimic so the interesting thing about these really cool um say like new well they're new technologies for us right because they're things that we have never done have never made so the ovipositor has been in the works for over two years it's had many iterations um sometimes things will get caught in the pipeline because we find that um you know shop dad has finally figured out how he wants to mold it and now we have to start using it every day and so we have to um you know decide whether or not that makes sense in production um sometimes it doesn't so we'll have to give it back to him and say like hey i don't know that we can use this because it's kind of like too hard to pull and Mm. um because that stuff's really important you know you don't want to waste like half your day trying to pull a dildo out of a mold like you need to like get it pulled and and move on so um you know so the ovipositor though it's finally um it's finally done done like it's on its last one i have one right I know he showed it last time, but like I have this one, which I was like, "Oh wow!" Our favorite thing to do is go like, <laughs> um, But yeah, so sometimes it's funny. Sometimes like things will go, and I, I, my brain just wants to be like from farm to table, but <laughs> I don't know from the idea farm to the casting table. How about that? Okay. Um, sometimes yeah. it'll happen really fast, but sometimes we'll just find these like little gremlins or it'll be something that's like outside of our our normal um like, our normal way and it it will just kind of get held up cuz you know we'll we he might give us the molds like well in advance and we'll be like okay we'll start to make some of those and then we'll find that it's a little bit like it's a little difficult so it kind of gets like it's not our first thing to grab you know mm. so we kind of got to be like okay we got to start making Gotcha. So, but the ovipositor and the mimics are definitely coming out like next quarter. Like they're coming out okay. next quarter. I can't say exactly when, um, but they're they're coming out. They'll be out. Okay. Um, a yes or no question. Do you recognize your repeat customers? Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you? I do. Um, yeah. I, I said it was a yes cool. or no question, but I'm like, yeah. No, it is. Um, I absolutely recognize my repeat customers. Um, And I like, that's why I'm sitting here talking to you. So like, Uh, thank you to them like so much. Um, I love like, um, you know, I have a, I have a, a very special shipping goblin now that helps us out with our shipping. But so I don't get to see the, um, the packing sheets as much, but I, I remember, you know, star and on shipping day, I think star had like a, an, like an order uh packing slip pen pal i swear because she because the person would always write an order note and star would always write them a note back and it was like it was just really cute so we do we recognize our repeat customers we really appreciate you gotcha um final question and then we will wrap it up Uh, i want to know what kinds of tunes get played while working in the pleasure forge again I guess folks will learn about me. Like, I'm just kind of like a, it depends on the day kind of gal. Um, you know, I go off into like special interest holes, mm. uh, 
you know, some like one week I'll be like, we're listening to all like, you know, jump blues this week or the next week I'll be like, okay, I'm really on this like Shania Twain kick because I just watched a documentary about her or the next week I'll be like, we're listening to like, um, I don't even know. We got into like a, like a weird synth wave hole or like, it's just, it just really depends, um, on our moods. Yeah. Star is really amenable, which much to her credit, I love it. She's like, yeah, I'm, she's super sweet about it. She's just like, yeah, whatever you want to listen to. We also do yeah. listen to books and podcasts, but yeah, when we're doing music, it's like really at like whatever whim, <laughs> at my whim. I'm like, yeah. I don't know. This week we're listening to like Paganini all week. Right. <laughs> all right. Well, um, oh yeah, Nola it. Brass Band. We uh, we have hit the end of the list. Uh, I have had a blast, and um, there's so much more that we could go into, and we didn't even like scratch the surface. So I want to have you back on. Uh, we'll talk about that at some point. Um, but uh, is there anything that you wanted to say here at the end? Remind everybody about any drops or events or anything that's coming up. Um. So we had we ran into some snags with some of our our chrysalid uh, molds, but we are going to put some out next week. Very excited! I have one here just to show people. This is a medium. It's in my hand. Twenty, real cute. Yeah. And this is designed by Scion, and we're really excited about it. We have, you know, we have some other things. I have like I just on the table, but I don't want to take up a bunch. Um. Yeah, and the Mykonid, which is mm. um, that's also coming pretty 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 soon. It will come out. It will come out before the end of September. <laughs> gotcha. All right. Well, um, why don't you say good night and then hang out for a few minutes, and I'll wrap okay. up and give everybody kind of a, a a preview of what's coming up. So say good night. Okay. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Kristen, thank you so much. I've had a blast. Um, you and Shop Dad have made um, this place, this community that we are a part of, so much better for all of us. Um, I have a couple of designers coming up. Uh, next week, we have Bat. And then the following week, we have Venus. So the next two weeks are going to be designers, followed up by Monster Fergus. So... Uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this one. So, uh, remind everybody, we do have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Amavidi. Feel free to uh, jump on there and support us in any way you like. Or just hang out with us. That's cool, too. All right, everybody. We'll do this again next week. Bye. <laughs>